we go fly. Here 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 we go fly. It is October 9th, 2014, and this is episode 8 of Graphic Content, a podcast of comics new and old. I am Mike, and I am here with Dave, Isaac, and Cody. So we have a stack of six titles, um, some Image, DC, and Marvel that we're going to look at this week. And then at the end of the episode, we'll talk about our book club discussion of Anya's Ghost. So what do you guys want to start with? Well, let's get... <laughs> and get let's that, get out, that of the way. out of the way. The let's big, get, let's get access the biggest, down. most epic, most widescreen book on the stack. Um, that's oh, yeah. Axis number one. The most Michael well, Bainist book. That's true. I don't think it's Axis number one. I think well, it's, it's Avengers, Avengers and, and X Men. Yeah, Axis it's it's true. <laughs> it's true. Whatever. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Um, so that is written by Rick Remender with art by Adam Kubert, and we've been having the March to Axis. For the last month or two, um, which resulted in a pretty good issue of Uncanny Avengers that we talked about on the weekly mm-hmm. uh, this last Sunday. But um, in this particular issue, um, God, God punches the universe and everything explodes. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it, as far yeah. as I could tell. There's a lot of sparks and fire. Well, how many Avengers assemble, Isaac? Did you count? There's there's five assemble <laughs> scenes throughout this book. Where it's like, these guys, and yeah. then these guys, and then there's more of these guys. Well, there's a whole page and, of just the little that's, heads. That's excluding yeah. where people pop it like one person pops into a room or it, like it cuts away and oh they're fighting this person i mean five separate scenes where it's just like the team's together now guys let's get them i'll form the head yeah exactly it, it got, yeah there was a lot of piling on where it's like there's guys fighting but we're here to fight too and then oh those guys are fighting and then we're here to then fight. we're here to fight too but and if then, you're gonna fight for the one thing that i'm fighting for then we need to fight together because fighting is full of fighting yeah no it was lots of fighting a lot of you know it's for as many pages as it is i mean i know there's a lot of characters and stuff but i mean there's very little accomplished like nothing which is strange because it starts off on a whole other continent fighting a whole other villain than the main villain yeah yeah and the whole front the whole first page there's a lot of conversation and i feel like all of those word bubbles from Black Widow and Iron Man and Hawkeye and the, the whole, Odin Sun, the o- oh, sorry, yeah, and the Odin Sun, <laughs> they oh all God. should be blanked out, and the word snark should just snark. be printed yeah, exactly. over that yeah. page because that's all it is. Well, they could just have word bubbles that say the word snark, snark yeah. and then or it should be like snark. snark the snark, actual snark, snark, the actual yeah. images could just be the word stuff, yeah, yeah. Mm. stuff <laughs> and snark. So I guess if maybe if you're not um, a Marvel fan. <sighs> So the Avengers titles, basically, the universe is ending again. Okay. And uh, you have the Illuminati taking shenanigans and and things are happening in New Avengers. You have regular Avengers where apparently Captain America learns some secrets and then travels like, what, 50 million years or something to the future periodically. Like, he he hops and he learns some some stuff and he comes back and then uh, more stuff happens but nothing actually happens and now you have a new team of avengers that happens in axis and then everyone's getting a, a reboot rewrite you know they're, they're doing a madonna where they're going to reinvent themselves and this is like the the telling of that and like we keep saying nothing actually happened there's, there's a lot of like here's three panels of some, some person's backstory and why you should care about them and then it it's like but i, I still kind of don't like even when it's sad when it's like oh and wasp and oh in havoc they had yeah. to give up their kid to kang to save the children of earth or something yeah and like it's all like, of oh, them i guess that's kind of sad but i mean you know you know that's gonna happen like, did they you, even put a plot line like that up they're not gonna let kang destroy those children do they even reference that issue because that might be one i'm like a few panels i might want to read out of it i don't they, think i remember they don't reference the issue they just reference that it happened and then iron man puts hand on her shoulder and it's like sucks bro. cut yeah, away yeah yeah pretty much yeah so the basic premise like the lead up is that the red skull has the power of professor x Right. And Magneto in a in a new body. Yeah, in a new body. Magneto killed him. Well, well, at the oh. end of Unca- the last issue of Uncanny yeah. Avengers, in a rage, Man- Magneto kills him and unleashes onslaught. 
So it's Red Skull onslaught. It's red. It's red onslaught. So and then of course he wants to you know he's Red Skull. So he just wants to destroy everything and remake it in his image or whatever you know. He wants the Fourth Nazi, Reich. Nazi 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 Nazi. Actually, that'd be great if all his if all his dialogue oh, ones were just Nazi Nazi Nazi. And they're like, no, America, Nazi 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 America. Anyway, it would be America. Yeah, but really all that happens is. Everybody shows up. Like, like they they basically find out. Oh, he's sending out this telepathic signal all over the place, trying to get everybody like rage fight each other. Yeah. Yeah. Rage waves. Yeah, they basically discover his existence and they go to Genosha to fight him. End of issue. Which is a that's pretty much it. A re-education camp in the yeah. Nazi form. Right. Yeah. And right. they're giving him complete with mud puddles. I mean, they're giving Magneto shit. Like, oh, you killed him. How could you? I mean, they were kind of giving the red him shit. Skull. Like, yeah, he was in. A yeah. death camp. Right. And here's the red sc- Yeah, he killed him. Yeah. Yes, he did. Because, guess, Nazi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Because wait, Magneto I, was right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like, yeah, he goes back to a camp that probably looks identical to what he was in in a little boy. Right. Oh, no, yeah. And then yeah. a Nazi is there going, I'm going to re-educate you all, air quotes. And he's like, I'm going to put, like, a still girder face. Since I'm the only one here that remembers World War II, yeah, yeah I'm killing him. Exactly. I'm killing him. <laughs> so, no, nah, but, but. I just couldn't tell what was going on. There's a lot was of... Was too much? It's, too many characters it, it flying was, around. Yeah. And, like, and, and it's just not... There wasn't... A, it didn't even focus on any particular characters. There wasn't like a through line where you're like, okay, like this stuff's going on around this yeah. you know, central drama that's unfolding, but not really. Like, yeah, it, was it was just like they took the action sections of like four different comics and just cut out everything else and just stapled the action sections together yeah, and it, just said stuff. It jumps to the to Havoc and Cyclops, and they're having their deal, and then it jumps over, and it's Rogue and Scarlet Witch, and then it jumps back to the Avengers, and then it jumps over to Magneto doing stuff with, I don't even remember who, Genesis and someone else, and it jumps to Kid nonsense. Apocalypse. Yeah, Kid Apocalypse. <laughs> Kid Apocalypse, yeah. And, then it, and Quentin Quire, who I think is Berserk. I don't remember him. He's got a quaff of care. It's just like, there's no time to care about him because it's jumping back and forth. Oh, and Ahab. Don't forget. Oh, don't yeah, forget Ahab. Mutant he's, Ahab. Uh, yeah, guy. I don't. Yeah, he's all over the place. It's like, I don't care. And what's funny. He just rolls around time with, with javelins, and that's basically. And Mike, you were saying that, like, Genesis, this kid Apocalypse, he's he's kind of a big deal in the storyline or something? Well, no, no. He was, like, like the, a key part of the first, like, I think it was, I don't know, it was Uncanny X-Force. It was just X-Force, I think, when Remender took over X-Force originally. And they just kind of deal with him. Very, like, and it, yeah. it's odd because it's the same writer. Yeah, so, I, I mean, okay. normally you see that when, like, another writer's like, well, I'm just going to take care of this character and this character and wrap this storyline up. And it's like, not it, that I know that that's, any, anything that happened right. in here is like gonna stay that way but because you get you get him for like three pages and he's like guys calm down we need to focus on destroying red oh harpoon through my back (laughs) yeah so um i I don't know like i'll check out subsequent issues like because 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 yes this is a setup well just to see i know you know where they're gonna like because they'll be because it will have an effect I want to see else. why we get White Iron Man. I want to see like some, a well, couple of I things. Well, I think this sets that, that well, in motion, yeah. you know. So, like we were talking before, the last, was it last page? Yes, the last page. Uh, Spoilers. Well, second to last page is clearly a ripoff of uh, Justice League Tower of Babel. Yeah. The one? Yeah, I think that's the storyline. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah. So. It's a similar <sighs> premise. They do that stuff. It's always like, well, if it's going to happen at DC, it's going to happen at Marvel. Yeah. And they always like, it's always analogous. Well, they shake the idea bag up and then they pour out a few ideas and then we throw it onto a board, I guess. I don't know. It was lackluster, confusing. Well, again, it's just too many characters. You and need they, to they, tie all these characters together. Go. That's well, there's what Medusa that, in here, too. There's Doctor Strange, uh, Power Man, Luke Cage. Iron Fist. Is Iron there. Fist. No, uh, Sam as Nova. Sunspot. Iceman. Sunspot. Cannonball. Cannonball. Hyperion is in there, but he doesn't do anything. And you ha- literally, he's oh, the Hyperion. last god yeah. on, the planet, on the universe, really. He's the, the new Superman of Marvel. Yeah, I don't even think he... I think he's. they're billing him to be bigger than Superman. Uh-huh. Like he's going to be more powerful. Like a Trieser. I think he's... Yeah, they're doing that okay. sort of... Well, there was a... You should go back and cool read, and I forget... I forget which issue it was, but there was an issue of Avengers that focused on Hyperion. He's on the cover. 34? I, something like that. Somewhere in there. and a half or something like Might that. Might have been a point something. I don't yeah, remember. It was very, very good. But it was a great standalone issue, and it's Hyperion basically coming to terms with, okay, I'm on this planet now, and here's my philosophy, and here's, I'm go- here's how I'm going to act on that philosophy. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he's super powerful. So, well, yeah, hmm. he's doing this Superman thing where he can see DNA, and then he can see, like... 
Oh yeah. So basically, he looks in like the the carpet fibers of someone's living room. He's like, okay, got this little skin flake DNA. Flies up into orbit and he goes like, oh, there he is. Then <laughs> flies to where? Like, so he just looked at the entire planet. And was like, uh, there's that person that I got the skin flake on. Done. After yeah. doing a Batman level deduction of, okay, well, it's over there in the area that's currently worn, and I can see like small footprint, and there's a toy off the corner that must be where the boy had been playing previously. Okay, that skin flake is such and such old. Okay, so that must be his skin flake. Then the orbit pinpoint the guy. Like it was crazy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hmm. See, that sounds this It was here. very, very uh, It was really good. I recommend, yeah, because you don't have to read the rest of no, that right. series. Like, I that think it was, was a standalone. I fully have to cop that, like, a big part of me probably not liking it is that I, a wealth of the characters in here, I didn't know who they were. Uh, on top of them just being like, here's a person, they're gone. Here's another person, okay, they're gone too. And I don't know, I, I just did not care for it, mostly because I'm not the hugest Marvel guy. But, but yeah, I just. But I don't you, think the, this you don't. Well written. That's you don't, not a typical book either. That's just. Well, yeah. no, but I don't think you you do a big epic tale like that, having that many characters without focusing on just a couple of them and having everything else. And maybe you cut away and you show a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But they the just tried to show yeah. all of it, like all of it going on at once, and it was just a, it was a, a cacophony, you know. Yeah, so. that's this. what it was. Double size first issue. Yeah. <laughs> that well, no, that was an oversized <laughs> issue. That's the problem. No, um, okay, quadruple-sized yeah, first issue. It should have been two or three issues. Really, it's They're just trying to jam shoehorn too much it's into issue one. Issue number one should have been a graphic novel. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it needed a zero issue, actually. 150 pages of... The zero yeah. issue could have been them fighting planet. They're actually, actually yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. And leading up with the, and the then going, rage waves. And then and realizing, just, and then going to Genosha, and then you could have had a, this whole thing could have been the more more of that yeah. battle. Because, I mean, that's the thing. We're leaving mid-battle as well. And it's like, okay, next issue, more fighting. I, it's sad yeah. to say, but like because I like a lot of action in comics, well, and there was too been, much. That could have been zero issue, like them dealing with that in New York or wherever. And then issue one is like not dealing with the Avengers at all. Just Magneto, Scarlet Witch, Rogue. Uh, Cyclops, I think, Havoc, and, Havoc, and they well, well, it's them, yeah. and they're fighting, and they're doing whatever, and then you're only cutting back two and a half storyline. And then issue of, one, they're all together already. Yeah, and, at the, yeah, very, the, the right. end of issue one is Avengers come in, and he does the whole spiel, the thing, the thing that he does, the, the, the villain thing, the villain monologue, yeah. the Red Skull's first soliloquy in Axis, yeah, the Axis story. Well, that and they never um, went back and showed by Needle killing Red Skull. They just assume you're no, 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 no. They're, no, they're telling in the beginning. There's a synopsis. Well, yeah, but they, yeah. they don't show you, like, the panel. They don't cut back to well, it. Well, no, yeah. even, um, I think Havoc says it, or maybe it's Cyclops says it, but one of them says it. Like, oh, what do you expect? He killed the Red Skull. That's why Red Onslaught is here. Mm. It's just like, Red Onslaught. Stop it. I know. Ridiculous. <laughs> Well, I was never this is a fan. I was not reading X-Men when Onslaught came out, so okay, I was not, I'm not a fan so of Onslaught myself. What exactly is on? Is that it, an entity? It's like the id monster of Professor X, as I understand it. So, okay, you know, Jean Grey. It's the Grey, of Professor X. It's the Dark yeah, Phoenix. Exactly. Yeah. He okay. had one, too, which I guess is why he recognized whatever in Jean and mm. put limiters on her is because he's like, yeah, I got I got one of them. I got a case of the onslaughts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a bad case of the onslaughts. Hmm. <laughs> to use that, yeah, I can't. I can't come out tonight. I got the onslaughts. <laughs> Sorry. Ate <laughs> at that Greek place. What do you mean? The onslaughts. Yeah. Oh, just don't. Just in that case, night. yeah. If that's the uh, if that's the metaphor, don't get the red onslaughts because that's <laughs> yeah. that could be. You need to go see a doctor. Those are the worst. That's guys. what happens yeah. at the end of Avengers One after the shawarma. They get the, <laughs> yeah, they exactly. get the red onslaughts. Oh no. <laughs> Okay, so I, I think we've yeah, put this one through the grinder here. It was um, just confusing and too much, and you could tell that it was just thrown together for commercial purposes and not for... He oh, didn't yeah. have... There was no idea. It was just kind of like, stuff, uh, red onslaught. What can we do to nah, grab people? Yeah. They need to be a, there I, need to be a wiki for this. I like, like... Yeah, basically. I like the idea of using the Red Skull as like a big villain, you sure. know, who'd, motivating who'd something, but... Like, there's no anti-hero nonsense with the Red Skull. He's yeah, but... but uh, well, well, we'll talk about it when the second <laughs> issue comes out. We'll, we'll talk about it again. Um, or what you mean when the other number ones come out? Yeah. Explaining. Right. The, uh, yeah, the parallel <laughs> number ones. Um, so what do we want to talk about next? And maybe an image title? Uh, Palette yeah. cleanser? Yeah. How about Birthright? Got it right here. Okay, sure. Birthright. So Birthright number one from Image. Um, it is written by Joshua Williamson with art by uh, Andre Bresson. And it's a lot of fun. There was a preview that we had read. Um, I think we might have mentioned it on a previous yeah, podcast in the back of Nailbiter ones. 4 or 5, I think. Um, same writer. So nail biter, yeah. I was looking forward to it. Um, 
And it's good. Oh, yeah. That's and really it, good. And it's not at all what I expected it to be no at all. Way. And it clips like it, the whole probably first five, six pages. It's just like click, 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 click. Stuff's happening. But it's not. You don't feel like you're missing a lot of stuff. But a lot of shit is happening. Yes. It's a backstory. A, a kid going missing one day while he's playing with his dad. And he just kind of runs into the woods to catch a baseball to get a baseball. And and like how that just sends, just sends the seemingly miraculously spiral. like he was just like he's on the phone yeah. while he's uh, what yeah while no he's one looking knows. for the kid like yeah. he's like oh he went into the woods i'm gonna go get him because he shouldn't be in there alone and then he finds the baseball and he's like, where's the kid where timmy or timmy, oh, it was timmy. Mikey. 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 yeah and and then yeah so he's gone and then just cut. The how, how many the how many years really later cool. was it 10 years later no dude it's one it's year one in year. oh only one year that's yeah. right that's so right like it's only one year 30 or something in his and whatever line. happens to mikey yeah. yeah so and of course they blame the father and the father's a, a drunk now and yeah the, the dad, the, dad or the, son, the other son is still staying with him and kind of trying to like care of him it seems so but and not giving up the son's yeah, yeah the son is at the end of his rope because he's still putting up posters and stuff for his brother facing derision from the town and his friend supposedly, you know, like air quote, is uh, it's like, oh, don't put those up. It depresses everyone. Besides, we all know your dad killed. And his, he just like kind of snaps, beats the crap out of the kid. Mm. And then it's like, I'm leaving. And the teacher's like, hey. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. There was no chase. Not really there, anything right? I can say it's to like, that. I just ate lunch. I don't really want after you. Mm. This is my so, prep period. Just <laughs> so it's like a fantasy excursion. You know, we yeah. get to see the yeah. repercussions of. I like the the combination of yeah, because like Mikey slips off into a D and you know Dungeons and Dragons fantasy world, but very I don't know, like almost like four color if if that's the right you know oh, metaphor. Like is it's like it's like warlord or or some kind of just like broadly drawn, I guess you might yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, there's yeah. giants and there's elves and there's this and there's that. But it's and, not, and it's. And it's not a traditional like. So he stumbles like a into Narnia, even a Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's more of an Narnia. It's more of a kids' adventure. Yes, world yes. With fantasy, because even the dude who is uh, the Gideons are like other kids that have these wings flying around, and there's some dude who looks like this hulking orc character, and you're like, oh, is that a bad guy? And he's like, nope, I'm your teacher. Come on, let's go. We gotta fight something. I'm gonna make you a hero, and you're gonna save us. Mm-hmm. And you're because yeah, he's the prophesized one. Yeah. Well, so it, it's as if it's like every great, yeah, kind of like YA fable type mm-hmm. thing. Yep. It's fun. It's really fun. But then intercut but, that with just the gritty reality of the real world as they're yeah. looking for this kid, and then he comes back. Oh yeah, but he, it's, he comes back. And it's he's at the like end of his journey or whatever. Yeah. yeah, he had a great little romp through the wardrobe, and then he comes back to your dad's a drunk. Yeah, it's been, it's been a year. Yeah, he's, he's abducted essentially by the FBI because they think he's some sort of kind of crazy person. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, some giant barbarian guy in armor, you know. They, but and they run the tests, and then the family gets called to, to come in and look at this person. They don't know why. But the dad, and yeah, the mom is like, "Why is he here? He killed my son. We know. Did you find out? Like, did you get proof?" And they're both looking at the guy, the the mom and the kid, and the dad's like, "That's Mikey. You guys can't see it, but if that's my son. well, they they mm. superimpose his yeah. face and Mikey's face in the structure that. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah, yeah. It's like, why, that's my son. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they, they let you know yeah. very well that it is. And so, it's, it's good. It's got yeah. a great twist at the end. Yeah. So definitely go out right. and, you, uh, and read that one. And it looks like they're going to parallel present day. And, yes. you know, for, for yeah. him, however many years earlier when he was first, you know, being exposed to this yeah. fantasy. Well, they're going to do stuff. the arrow. Yeah. The arrow thing where you're going to read, 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 and then intersperse what was he doing on the island for five years sort of idea and then <laughs> and back long, to the real world. As long as it doesn't try and exactly cut the, the book time in half <laughs> every episode, I'm going to be okay with it. Right. That was my problem with Arrow doing it. Yeah, that's true. Every once in a while, there's probably going to be an issue that's just him as a young hero learning the ropes and stuff, and I'm going to be okay with that. Yeah. Instead of them like, well, there's 26 pages, right. 20, there are 13 of them are going to be him now, and 13 mm. are going to be him there do that make it organic mm. but i think probably my favorite part of it is uh after the comic is over you like turn the page and there's a map of i don't remember what they call it the other world terra something yeah. terra, uh, terra i don't know there's a lot of consonants in it <laughs> but uh yeah, you, Terranon or something like you that you open it yeah i think that's it and it's, it's a kid drawing map terranos okay that was close terranos 
Tyrannus. 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 But yeah, there's, a, like there's a map that looks like it's drawn in crayon. Yeah, on oh, like totally. A, on like a big piece of scroll parchment or something. It's out of the back of his notebook that yeah. he no, had it, in his backpack when they found It looks me. like a nine-year-old's D&D map of his world that he's going to oh, put yeah. his friends through is what it looks like. You've got dragon, sea creatures, things where he, epic battles happened are all marked on there. The there's, fields yeah, of old, forever. Land with a skull on it so that you know to avoid that place. Yeah, exactly. That's where the evil witch king lives or something yeah it's neat yeah this was this was just mm-hmm. and it's it's a great first issue yeah. it gives you everything you need to know and gives you a reason to keep reading so and that's a, that's what they need to do it's an image title did you guys see what was missing in this image title what's up uh, the insides of all the people displayed across the oh purpose. no it was not a yeah it was there relatively nobody, bloodless well so far nobody got eviscerated right. in the mm-hmm. first panel there wasn't an orgy <laughs> like we're yeah no one's no one's pulling demons out of someone and blood all over the room yeah yeah it was devoid of well, so viscera. far <laughs> yeah so no, issue number two fingers <laughs> crossed just orgy followed no, by viscera followed yeah. by but I could, well I could see the viscera because he's full and is like oh yeah dragons I kill dragons <laughs> left and right fire know. giants you have to worry about <laughs> uh, yeah, it'll be curious to see like how the tone of that fantasy world, how, if it maintains like the way the way it is in this. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, well, I think uh, 30, 40 year old Mikey should have been drawn like Tom Hanks. I'm just gonna say. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Nobody wants like that. that. Like mazes and monsters. Yes, Tom exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Wild eyed and crazed. Yeah, a young. I don't have enough points. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, yeah, but then he would come out as like Castaway Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah, right. Look like yeah. the beach ball for yeah, yeah. a friend. Yeah. <laughs> this was Beecher, the great wizard. That's Wilson. They need to combine the two. <laughs> He's been living in the sewer. Since 1983. It's like, how did our son become a 40-year-old hobo? I don't understand. <laughs> what what could do this to him? I don't know. <laughs> All right. So that's a great one. Pick that up. It's a lot of fun. Yep. Oh, they're fantastic image title. So uh, why don't we talk about another image book, Copperhead Number 2. Uh, by Written by Jay Farber uh, with art by Scott Galensky. And I read the first one. Did everybody read the first one? We did, didn't we? I'm, I was unable to read it. Oh, okay. Um, so basically in the, f- in the first issue, um, it's, it's a science fiction story. It's like a space western, basically. And um, we have um, a sheriff coming to this backwater world. Copperhead is the name of the town, and it's a mining town. And um, she's there with her son. Um, the implications that she's left a terrible marriage, you know, and maybe is kind of okay. hiding out in a way, you know, like out in the, in the backwaters of the universe. And, uh, um, you know, she responds right. to a domestic violence dispute. Like, there's all these aliens. It's kind of very, like, um, kind of Star Wars-esque in a way with all these kind of bizarre pumpkin-headed aliens and things like that. And um, at the end, there's, a, like, seemingly a murder that she's investigating. Meanwhile, her, her son that got left home alone and the neighbor's daughter are out trying to f- I think she, they're trying to find her dog or some kind of pet yeah and they run across some strange guy out there and you know that's where the this issue picks up but yeah it's it I'm digging have, it it could have easily taken place in the old west all the tropes are there easily, yeah and yeah. all like all the plot lines you can you know but but they're incorporating different things like there's um, these artificial life forms from the war that you know the the biomen thing well, yeah, I forget yeah. what they called them um some kind of artificial man. They had like some kind of derogatory term for them, but um, they're they're bodyguards to the guy who owns the mining company. Right. And the implication being that he's doesn't answer to the law or anything like that. Well, so. he is the law, right? Right. He, he dictates yeah. because he's the head of the mine. He's a mining everybody, baron. You know. yeah. mm-hmm. So this issue just deals with her, uh, her and her deputy dealing he's with like the, a dog dinosaur thing. He's well, like a yeah, kind of, yeah, sort of thing. Kind of. He's he's odd looking, um, but it was really good. Um, yeah, there's a neat array of aliens that are. Th- th- they look very alien. Mm-hmm. Nope. I mean, there's not like it's. It's just a well, neat. The, there's it's, the it's not just people. yeah. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's the inbred dupe clan. Yeah, right. Those the they're Alabamians. great. They're great. <laughs> like, yeah. They're <laughs> um, really good at inserting these little puns and right. you into into there. It's good. And there's some indigenous life forms that they have to the deal. They have to deal with right. this guy. This guy they run across has to defend the kids from and. He's like um, a mountain man of some kind, or a well, he's one of the bio creatures. Yeah, but he's often, I guess, probably just lives emancipated. Like a, yeah, he grew a conscience. Maybe his software, or whatever his biology limiters don't work. Or hmm. War changes. Him. Right, war never changes. But you can you can tell he's kind of the mountain man type, where he's just yeah. out on his own doing yeah. whatever he's doing. Yep. Um, and they, of course, he's a suspect you know, immediately because he's this outsider. But yeah, <laughs> cool. so it just involves you know the investigation of the of the crime scene. And dealing with all that, so but no, it's 
I really enjoyed it. It's very true to Western. So if you like oh, Westerns, you'll love this. Absolutely. You and love it's space a, operas. It's got that. If you like mystery. Yes, it's got some murder, yeah. mystery murder solving it. and it's, all that. It's, yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't sacrifice like the Western tropes um, while it's doing police procedural stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like they have the technology to do all that stuff um, instead of just sticking with the old, you know, cut and dried, you know, fabula- fabulistic style of, uh, of a Western. So unfortunately, it would be nice if we could have some just flat out Western comics that would continue to be published and be popular but it's yeah. never going to happen so this is like the next yeah. best thing i know i mm-hmm. like that one all-star western did jump the shark like after 12 well, 18 issues like 18 issues it was, it was pretty good just jonah hex being jonah hex amadeus will come yeah. just when god <laughs> yeah rolling around yeah, yeah there was doing, uh, they doing crazy stuff mayor cobblepot yeah and um, you get to see the other you guys get the back the backstory you get some of the other characters remember for the jonah story el diablo and God, it'd be great if they could do an episode of the Gotham TV series that was set in the Old West. Wouldn't that be that cool? Would be, that, would that would be, be fantastic. <laughs> and just throw Jonah Hex in there just because why not? Why? If you're going to do anything DC and Western and you don't know Hex, you're... get on it, people. Yeah, what are they going to bat The radioactivity yeah. of the movie should have died down enough yes. by now. <laughs> so. Oh, Lord. <laughs> it sucks that um, what's-his-name was wasted on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Josh Brolin? Josh Brolin. He's actually he's accomplished. A and he would have been a really, really good Jonah Hex. And he was a good Jonah Hex, but they it had to just give him. everything else. Yeah, it was just, <laughs> just yeah. everything. The words coming out of his mouth, everything. Just They have these supernatural powers. He had these uh, Megan Fox twin. <laughs> Talk about supernatural yeah. powers. <laughs> jobs. Speaking of witches. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, uh, Copperhead number two. Great. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so let's talk about witches number one. Um, this is also from Image. Um, Scott Snyder writing and Jock doing the art. I loved it. I, I've always liked Jock. I thought yeah. it was really, really It was good. really neat. It, it was, was moody. There was, a, there was a good, like, different, like, in scale and stuff, like the day, you know, settings. <clears throat> um, story-wise, it's interesting. Kind of a sort of realistic, more realistic dynamic between the parent. Yeah. Where she's like, oh, my parents. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they're pretty well realized characters which is good for a change so the, the dad is uh he's an author who wrote like a best-selling YA book or a night cave mm-hmm. little writing second book and they moved to the, him and his wife in a wheelchair and i think later a new town to get away from the dog path well and, and he mentions and, and the accident like whatever however she got hurt i forget um, what it was with the daughter but it was um oh you mean well it was her presumably murdering murdering people think maybe she murdered this other girl but she saw her death right and um she was being bullied basically yeah i remember she saw something that nobody believes what she saw she's not really sure what she saw she had like her skull was cracked right so well with a gun with a butt yeah she got pistol whipped yeah i told her yeah yeah yeah. so she literally brought a knife to a gunfight and it was uh, great yeah it was really and she got smacked but i mean no and it deals with like current issues right now like bullying well specifically cyberbullying cyberbullying yeah well first thing in there i thought she was sexually abused by that girl because they made her strip and the next thing was like you're not gonna tell anyone she's like i didn't tell anyone we'll take your clothes off again and that's the other thing is that's coming out in the news and stuff like that is like girls bullying because like it it went hidden for so long you know like and that's like that's another good point another thing that i was a little because i've dealt you know friends kids family and stuff i've seen the huge difference in the effect that the the male bull have versus the female bullies like that male bully it's like oh he pushed me or he said something and it was mean but it's gonna go on for a long time whenever it's a female bully dude it is explosive and immediate like it's nothing's happening nothing's happening nothing's happening something terrible what nothing that we perceive as happening but perhaps to them there's no like giant fight there's no but i've 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 seen it go like over the course of like two days where it's just like the before that literally not and then it's like oh some i did something at school and then it's the next day oh there's all kinds of face hate and like cyberbullying and stuff and then the day after that there's a physical confrontation which is like oh she brought a hammer to school and hit me in the knee yeah and it's like what are you talking about like how old is this girl 11 and i'm just like no <laughs> Like, that's some shit that doesn't happen. It's like not months. a crime if I feel it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... And, yeah, yeah. And, th- and that's not, like, to say that either is worse than the other. It's just, in my experience, it is much more immediate. And it- well, I don't think it 
happens unless it happens big. I think with boys, it constantly yeah. Well, it's that's, chalked that's, up to the jockeying of the social positions and everything. Yeah. Right, right. right. Comes to the kids. Yes, alpha male crap. I do love her father and how he helps her oh, overcome yeah. with that. Talking about how they're all hippogriffs and then we should put explosives in their mouths <laughs> and their butts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which becomes her mantra as she goes to school yeah. that day. Yeah. No, it was, it was great. I mean, it was very, um, very different. The way it was, you know, they didn't fall into any kind of cliche that I could see as far as their relationship no. and the way the characters are being depicted. Yeah. Sufficiently yes, yes, it was. Yes, it was. And it's a, it's a good first issue. It gets you hooked, but at the yeah. same time, you have no idea what's going they on. Go anywhere with this yeah. Issue. Yep. At one, there's a deer vomit. <laughs> like there's multiple in their, there's in their living room. room. Yeah, yeah, there's like, multiple. The prologue is creepy. The middle sequence with the flashback and with that is creepy, and the end is creepy. Yeah, because like, it, it just maintains. Like that, it just makes you think like, okay, cursed. This is cursed Earth. Yeah, right, completely. Right, right up front, there's a mother beseeching her child for help. It's 1600s, and, and she the is, son hits her in the face with a rock and says, "Claimed is claimed." Pledged. I think it's it's pledged. Like, oh yeah, pledged, pledged. And then it's just like you gotta go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and somehow she's trapped inside of a tree. See, yeah, she's that's, being there's a tree ate her. She's being freaking enclosed yeah. by a tree and consumed by a tree. Yeah, witches. And then we have the little like weird guy, the harbinger guy in the background. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she sees from the school bus and then who shows up later. And no, it's totally cool. Yeah, gotta have him. He's in everything. Yeah. <laughs> so. well, you need a harbinger, otherwise they like, they don't know they, anything's wrong. Yeah, yeah, they need to stay away. If they would choose to stay away, nothing bad would happen. They can't choose away. Exactly. Then there's no story. Right. Do you notice the pixelation in all the artwork? It's it's as if they're trying to replicate uh, painting on a canvas. You guys notice that? Yeah, a little bit. I didn't notice. It's on it? every page. Do you, do you think? I see everywhere there's pixelation. Cool. Yeah. I, I noticed it a couple of times when in the busier. Mm-hmm. No, the, the artwork is very. I enjoyed it. I like that more watercolor feel than a lot of stuff that you get in the two big companies where it's like very crisp everything and it almost looks digitally drawn I like it well it's like because I'm the colors go crazy yeah. on a lot of that stuff let's show these markers just blind yeah I like this kind of well even like some of the pages like clearly oh, that's yeah. water cut like they just splatter it I like it it was very good artwork is great story is intriguing definitely want to read the next couple issues to see you know is she pledged or something or are they witch fighters are they you know like what, what she's obviously got people? some kind some kind of connection yeah. either either just because she was exposed to it or I, I don't know because she's very concerned that she wished that fate upon the bully you know oh, that yeah. she because she cool. wanted her dead, wanted her dead. and she's afraid she that dead. that she is actually dire- like directly responsible for her fate Although but that bully we'll see well, she was going to kill her. I mean, yeah, or at I the mean, very least, like, do some terrible no, crime to her. This is not an, yeah. an immoral girl that wished just anybody dead. It's right. Like, so, I mean, no, she's this was and, and this was also after a very long time of being bullied by this girl. It wasn't just a one-off. And, and potentially, like, it doesn't explain. No, it, it, it hints, least, man. She is going to be sexually assaulted then. Right, right. And potentially has been already. So. Right. There's something about, yeah, yeah, totally. So... Um, Which is not something you see. So no, that's just right. creepy, and it it shows the cruelty of people, and it shows and how, just kind of neat. How old is she? I want to say at least junior high, probably. I think early she's. High I think she's in high school. Yeah, she's probably fifteen or okay. something that like that. Right. Yeah, just judging by how she acts or anything. Um, okay, so we're gonna talk about an, another witch. Yeah, a teenage witch, a, 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 another, a, a witch girl. Yeah. Um, so Sabrina Number One from Archie Comics came out, um, and this is written by uh, Roberto Aguirre Sacasa, um, with art by Robert Hack, and it is a mature T plus title. And it, it is was not solid. Yeah. It is not your mom's. Not Archie not comics. no. If it's yeah. like oh Sabrina, yeah Sabrina, no no. This is the elements are there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a nice reimagining, and that's very much what the first issue is. Is like it's an origin story, really. Yeah, and it's funny because I'm not that familiar with the Archie stuff, but I, I can recognize. Oh, this is a character from yeah. Archie. You know, you can tell by the names and things, but mm-hmm. they're being reinterpreted, and it's very dark. And, <laughs> yeah. So it's like as if Disney sold the rights to Sabrina to HBO. And now we have Game of Thrones, Sabrina. You <laughs> know, like, like it's not that bad, no, but yeah, no, I mean it's definitely. Yeah, no, no it's like Tim Burton's Sabrina. The Adams no, no. Family issue one. Yeah. It's kind of got Adams Family humor in it, where like, yeah, they're family, but they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna ride across from the graveyard, so we'll have plenty to eat. Yeah, and you're like, oh, they're 
freaking witches. Witches, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, what are they actually? That's yeah, yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. Or what are they eating? But you've got that innocence of Sabrina who's like, oh, is it bad that I can read your thoughts and stuff like that? You know, and yes. it's like, like so she has all these powers. 1960s, Roy Orbison, yeah. 1960s, right? That's what's neat, too, is they keep it in the time frame. They keep, I think she's born in 51. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, Which uh, initially threw me because I was like, I thought it would be a modern retelling. Mm-hmm. And I'm waiting. And I'm like, no, yeah. this is Sabrina. Like, yeah, then it's set. It's the styles and everything are set the art was in solid. that time. Yeah, oh, yeah. art was very good. I was mm-hmm. impressed. There's, oh, I liked the the Betty and Veronica cameo. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, that was brilliant. So yeah. So this is the um, life after Archie, right? Like this is all part of it's life. Life after I Archie. You're talking the, about. I, I think they. Exist I think this in is the same. Like with the afterlife period. book, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. Okay. Well, I think it's the same artist. I'm not sure. Well, but just like story wise, I think they exist the same. Oh uh, yeah. Bubble. Likely. Yeah. Um, but I think this one might take a little take place a little bit earlier because issue seven or whatever life after. Whatever well, there's Afterlife with Archie, Archie. the horror one, yeah. Yes, that one she's called out as Bride of Carcosa, yeah, Yeah. right. Bride of Cthulhu, yeah. This is like definitely Archie Noir, Sabrina Noir, Mm -hmm. Casper, probably the unfriendly ghost, yeah. Yeah, she meets her bad. weird cousin. Yeah, it who has like old Sabrina characters. He's like her British cousin, Salem the Cat, two aunts, and they use uh, they use um, (laughs) they use uh, um. Like Uncle Rudyard, yeah. Like they're the guy, you know, the they, they had a, from Africa. They, 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 they had, a, they had another um, uh, author mentioned too. I forget what it was. Well, there's a reference to Glycon the Snake God, who's worshipped yeah, worship right. by Alan Moore. So right. Yeah. So reference. moms, if you want to get your kids into Archie comics, <laughs> this <laughs> no. is the way to do it. I no. guess right. To what is you. what is very jarring is there is a traditional <laughs> Sabrina story in the back of the book. Yeah. So yeah. you're you're flipping from probably like the final splash is is pretty disturbing, very very dark. Very, yeah, very and you graphic. flip the page and you're oh hey and I, you know I don't know if it's supposed to serve as a palate cleanser, or just a reminder of who the heck Sabrina really where is. Where she came but, from. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice clean four color traditional looking Archie and, story, and Sabrina Betty story. And Veronica and Archie appear yet again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. That was very good. Blew my mind. Yeah. yeah no, it was it was great. Um, what like a minor thing that kind of I don't know if it irritated me or just distracted me, but the fact that a lot of the dialogue is in lowercase. Right. Like most comics are all all caps, um, and that I don't know why. I just seemed weird. But I actually kind of preferred it. Seemed kind of idiosyncratic to me compared to other comics. Well, it's a simpler time, Mike. That must be it. Yeah. That must be it. Before we had uppercase letters, they should put it all in cursive. Well, what you actually? There you go. <laughs> You no one know how to read it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's an all Marvel and DC book. Everyone is yelling. That's time. true. That's true. They're all internet all trolls. Yeah. Every hero is an internet troll. Yeah. Caps lock. I am the it's knight. Cru- <laughs> it's cruise control for cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's what caps lock is. All right. So, yeah, it's very good. Yeah. So check that one out. Yeah. Surprising. Um, it's got surprising a, a neat um, die cut cover as well. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. So and it's it's again a fairly gruesome um splash as you open that cover yeah um so that's sabrina and then um, get another witch person oh no that's right we uh, have instead witches. of the witch girl we have the witch boy so this is clarion uh number one uh, written by ann nascenti with art by trevor mccarthy and it's from dc and this is the new 52 clarion which i'm not sure if i like him yet because i really liked grant morrison's clarion yeah uh, i liked him okay i mean I, I, I'm not putting him on the same level as my lust for Batman, but he's, I, as a character, I think it was... He's uh, creepy. He's a, he's a little creepy. He's a smartass, kind of, but he's not, like, talky about it. I, I think that's why I like him, because they finally were like, let's have a character who's kind of the, the smartass or, like, the snide, snarky character, but he doesn't always have to talk it. Actually, that's a good point. Because he, he's just kind of like, I know, and a lot of his stuff is like eye rolls or like, mm-hmm. It's, there's never like, here's a paragraph about why you're wrong and why it's dumb and why I'm smarter than And Because I like that, don't get me wrong, but it gets I don't think Clarion cares if... No, yeah. he, that's the thing. Yeah. He doesn't. He's just like, oh, okay, sure, whatever. You know, he's oh, just you going th- along with You don't it. believe me? Cool. Yeah. Because right. I'm still going to, yeah. In the beginning, when he's at the crossroads of the multiverse There's, or whatever, yeah. and he gets, um, Beelzebub rolls up in what looks like a Mustang. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but it's, anyway. It's an old, old muscle car. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he's just like, he's like, you want to rise? Yeah, whatever. You know, or yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever he says. Like, he's just like, yeah, I'll go along. He's basically along for the ride. And then, sure, I'll, I like the car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
pops in. And then it just goes from there. It, I, I don't think it's a great first issue in the respect that it, there's a, a lot going on. There's, yeah, and there is a little too much going on. Um, there is some neat stuff going on, though. There is some, You can yeah, see seeds for the cool. future. Definitely. A lot of, conceptually, a lot of cool stuff yeah, happening. Yeah. yeah. But I don't feel like it ends on a strong enough note is the problem. It sells you on it. Exactly. Is what it is. Exactly. Because it's like, oh, that would be really neat if they had gone one page into this thing. I would have been hooked. Like, that would be cool. Or that would have been cool. Or this other thing would. But it doesn't. It's just like, those exist. Maybe we'll get to them. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what is presented is is done well enough that that I am interested in seeing I, I, what I happens. Pretty, and I think it's different than a lot of the DC books. Yeah. Oh, totally. Very much. So that's that's a refresher. That's nice. Thing. Yeah. He's not just kicking around. Like, well, he doesn't like meet Superman in the first issue. Or yeah, or any of that yeah. stuff. He's like, just, yeah, he's just walking around. It has a very like. He's just getting his kicks, man. Mm-hmm. Yes, actually. Uh, well, you look at yeah, the what he's wearing on the cover is definitely. Yeah. Oh, he is blue now. If you're used to the old Clarion. Um, no, Clarion he, was always. Was he blue? Well, not the old old Clarion, but the Clarion, um, as reimagined in Seven Soldiers, was blue. Okay. Had a blue cast. Now, when he uses his powers, like, he's basically, you know, Caucasian most of the time. Yeah. Whether that's some kind of glamour he has he on himself, himself, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Beelzebub yeah. tells him. Yeah, like. and then, um, yeah, exactly. And then when he uses his powers, that drops, and the horns pop out, and he's blue, and he's got, you know, swirly patterns all over and all that kind of stuff. Oh, and Teagle now is an old tutor who he turned into a cat because he got annoying, annoyed at being tutored and then is dead. In a yeah, jar. In, in a, a jar. jar. Is he, yeah. That's that's unfortunate because Teagle was yeah. awesome in Seven Soldiers in the Clarion miniseries. He's dead, though. We Great. know that he's in a thing. Right. Well, so. he, he says in there, I wish that you I wish you weren't dead. Oh, does he? Oh, oh yeah, he, no, he does. I'm yeah, he may like an issue too. May do some mojo. Yeah, yeah bring I mean, him back to life. And then, but of course, he'll be a cat. He'll be yeah, a cat still, which exactly. will be great. Well, because so. he wants tickle the pet. Well, maybe he'll use some of this tech that's running around, you know, and bring yeah. him back in that respect. Because that, that seems to be like the big techno man from the uh, thing is there's this the Necropolitan Club, yeah. which is a great name. Again, I just don't feel like I know enough about the, the world yet. Like it's like you're kind of being thrown in the deep end in the first issue. Well, isn't yeah. that Bride of Hellblazer right there, <laughs> or Hellraiser? It's weird. A Cenobite. Yeah. Yeah. What it should have done is instead of the whole issue should have been him getting to the boarding house or whatever. Mm-hmm. And instead, he gets to the boarding house, meets people, saves someone from a fight, goes to this place to see a band. Meanwhile, meanwhile, we're cutting to the ne- yeah. the Necropolitan Club the whole time, and they're and it, doing their thing. And it should have just a, sold you on the character right and maybe see this is the problem with a a lot of mainstream marvel and dc books is they presume you know something about the character i don't even think it's that i think it's just they're they're trying the shotgun approach of like no one is gonna have the attention span if we give them four page information about so let's give them half a page about 12 things i guess but i mean if written well it works and that's and that's the thing now, that being said, everyone at this table is at least 30. Yeah. So, I am at least 30. Well, you're talking selling, about attention selling, spans? Selling, yeah. The, selling the book well, this, to a 16, yeah. 18, even like 25-year-old, which there might not yeah. have that attention span. Yeah, but most, but, most but, comic but, fans but, are... They have, yeah, 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 yeah. they have more. I'm not, yeah. not going to deny that. But then again, are they still only trying to sell the books to just comic fans? No, no, they're not. No, they're it. trying to get everybody. Yeah. So so people are like, oh, I always liked Clarion back in the day. Like, they're going to pick it up. Plus, yeah. other people will just be like, wow, this looks interesting because it is very colorful and intricate. Yeah. Like, there's a lot going on. A lot of, like, the character designs are fantastic and all that stuff. So, yeah, there is that. How, how long until the uh, Constantine Clarion crossover? Well, I don't know. I think he'll he'll spend some time I, I like, like they keep him running around outside of Earth. Yeah. I think they, they're doing that too much. You see books meeting everyone way too Right. And well, like if maybe if he has to meet someone, he should meet someone from one of the other Earths. Now, that would be interesting. Because he says in the beginning, he's just like, oh, yeah, the Mulversity is just like my jam. I know all about it. I can go wherever I want. I'm the witch boy. Duh. Right. <laughs> It's a walk in the park to him. Yeah. See, now that would be cool to explore some of some of like the new Fifty Two versions of some of these things that we haven't seen yet. Well, as well. That's probably actually. That, he's like, I'm gonna kick it with the Red Sun today. That sounds yeah, like Red, a fun Red time. Superman? Yeah, mm-hmm. we're gonna make fun of uh, Lex Luthor. And yeah, how he's <laughs> the president of a shitty kind. Of, I'm gonna go to some other world and if I have Cowboy Wonder. Well, we did. They did make a big enough deal about the 
crossroads between the worlds and how he can get play. I mean, so yeah. I mean, they probably well, will have him jump think, around. I think that like that was a good way to do it. That was a good way yep. to like initially just paint the character how it's like, oh, this is a huge DC thing. I remember hearing about this, and that's the focus of the big event right now. And he's just like, yeah, that's a thing. Anyway, that's a cool car. You know, on Earth twenty six, they have this great conditional place that. Yeah. Really <laughs> They should do something like Clarion the Legend Continues or something where he's just like wandering he's the multiverse. <laughs> well, no, I'm thinking more uh, Kung Sorboing. Fu the, La- the Legend it's Continues where he's just like the wandering Kung Fu monk. But is he's the wandering witch boy ass. <laughs> like he's just out there causing havoc, doing whatever the hell he wants. It's like I'm an emancipated minor. Emanci- Clarion the emancipated minor witch boy. <laughs> that, would be, that would be interesting. And then like you'd, you'd get to this frequent Oh, sure. See, that would be cool. Yeah. Because, like, like, those places have to have a backdoor into the multiverse. Those right. those places always exist somewhere everywhere. outside of, yeah, exactly, they exist everywhere at once. They, yeah, they exist, exist in, like, Vertigo. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Which is right. just off decent. Yeah. And that would be cool. Like, he comes in and, like, Constantine or Zatanna or even one of the more mainstream, like, Aquaman just finds his way there somehow. And he's like, oh, hey, which one are you? Are you that Arthur Curry or this Arthur Curry? Oh, you're a completely different one. I get you guys mixed up. <laughs> And then he has his bag of cookies and he just like walks off screen <laughs> yeah. out of the panel. It's like okay, I'm done. Anyway, you're usually pretty boring. He is one of those. <laughs> he is one of those characters though that can just flit and float and do. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he should actually like. Yeah. You, yeah. You. My biggest problem was the the cliched uh, love triangle that clearly had formed within like two seconds of him meeting Zell. See, I don't think he cares. As all that per- much no, no, he, he does, does not. Yeah. That's what's funny about yeah, it. Yeah, and he's just like that woman, not blue enough for me or something. Mm. You know, not a witch, so I don't give a crap. I I almost just think. He doesn't even think about the. It's not. It doesn't not even like, occur oh, to her. him. Eh, no, not really. He's just like, oh, a person. What she wants? What? Why does chocolate? Give me that chocolate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's it's interesting. Definitely pick it up for a couple more issues and see what they're gonna do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like the writing. I liked how I liked the dialogue throughout with all the characters. Yeah. You know, it it avoided it avoided cliche pretty well. And they got rid of. At least they don't. They downplayed it at least, you know. In this issue, is that he's not the pompous, arrogant ass. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm actually here to work for my my room and board. Um, what right. am I supposed to do in the like, kitchen? She's like, cut some stuff. He's like, okay, I can do that. It's there a little bit. Like, you yeah. can see he does this thing where he's like toying for a second. Where he's yes. just like yeah. bored, and someone comes and yells at him, and he's like. And introduces the idea of karma too, yeah. which is interesting. So, and the, the girl Zell's like, is that that must be like cancer, right? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, stupid. right. I don't yeah. know what that is. But maybe he'll at least, I mean, if he's not going to be, he's not going to be heroic, certainly, but maybe he'll at least be responsible and decent, you know, and that'll be about the best you could hope for. So I think mostly he's just indifferent and wants. So he's a teenager. Well, exactly. 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 He wants things and he goes after those things to be like an old school style, like where he's. he's No, I don't think they're going to do that. I really just don't want them to do that because I I don't. That's not clearing is. And even like reimagining the character and letting him be. That's fine. But just like you have that character already. (laughs) Like there's no need to have another to people that are more interested in. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. One One and a half thumbs up. Because they, they, they don't commit. Because like, they don't commit. There's not enough there. Yeah. Double size first issue. That's what yeah. we need. There you go. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's uh, go ahead and move on to our book club segment. That was a very witch heavy week. Did, yeah. Wasn't there? A lot was of there one more? Let's see. We talked about um, witches, birthright, Sabrina, Axis, Copperhead, and Clarion. That's the six that we um, selected. Yeah. So. Yeah, hella witches. Like we have, well, we read some other stuff, but um, we yeah. talked about punks, but we didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And then you read AVP, but I don't think the rest of us did. <laughs> Fool, <laughs> no, I didn't read that one. Don't. I, I I know I read a couple other things this week on Tuesday or Wednesday, but I can't remember now what it was. Yeah. So it's all a wash in the 125 issues I read of uh, Invincible. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. And I read Anya's Ghost last night, and that's like. 200 pages, but it was a pretty yeah. quick read. So go, really um, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like that, yeah. Right? Well, you, you guys so read the, the other, the two shorter comics. I, so did, I didn't get a chance Emily, to. Emily. Uh, uh, it was a creepy Emily too, Carol. Yeah, Emily Carroll. Dude, honestly, can, like, we maybe should pause it. It'll take you five minutes. If five minutes, really quick, because they're particular. Okay, so we just paused recording, and Cody and I quickly read the two web comics from Emily Carroll on her site, emcarroll.com. And uh, I recommend reading them. Yeah. yeah. I, told, I, I told you guys, if <laughs> I at all could have got a hold of that book, that would have been my, my choice for the uh, the book club. Um, particularly, creepy. Yeah, very creepy. Particularly Margot's Room actually makes very good use of the format. Yeah. Um, where you're scrolling sideways and down mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. 
Um, both of them are really a lot of fun. Clicking on the different items. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's presented as just a poem, and that's all I thought it was in the beginning. And I'm like, oh, that's neat. And then I noticed, like, oh, all the stuff in the poem is in In the room. room. And then I clicked on one, and I was like, oh, well, this says that this is part three. And I'm like, okay, so I need to go back, reread the poem, and go through and, like, find out what the story is. First, I, okay, flowers first. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll, it'll tell you, click on each of those, and you go through the five chapters of the story, yeah. and it's it's creepy. It's good a good, little, good, really good one to read for Halloween. Well told. Yeah. Yeah. And and I like his face all red. Like, it does a good job of, like, what is going on? Because <laughs> something's there in the woods with this guy and his brother, and they go out to find it. And he's jealous of his brother. brother Who everyone back. loves. Yeah, he's good looking, good handsome. And, yeah. mm-hmm. Well, it's Cain and Abel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and... Well, the brother, what the brother says, it's a wolf. Like, oh, it was a wolf. You were scared of nothing. It's fine. Don't worry. I also like how they're going through the woods and like everything is ominous and terrible to the, I'm assuming the younger brother yeah. and the other one's like, ah, it's nothing. It's just yeah. this. It's a regular oak. It's just a nice stream. It's just a giant killing machine. Yeah. yeah. But I took care of it. No problem. Yeah. Oh, silly little brother. Yeah. Yeah, that one's that one's great too. Totally it's, neat. It's got, and you it's don't want to give away the twist or anything. It's got but, the, yeah. the the two moments: the one at the end, which you want to give away, and then the one where it's like, and no one seemed to notice his jacket was not torn. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, what does yeah. that mean? What, yeah, what is going on? I like it leaves it. you with unanswered questions. Yes. No, I like those kinds of ending star stories. Yeah. Um, I also like the art style. It reminds me a lot of Richard Sala. It's really good. Like, and it's very different between the two strips that we read. Like, the art style is radically different. Yeah, she does. She's She's got a really good talent of doing If you look through, she's probably got 15 little. There's at least 10 things. on there. Yeah. At least. And uh, most of them have like a, at least a, at least minor differences, but in some cases, vastly missed away. Mm-hmm. They they all explore the format a little different. Some of them are just you know you read through them like you would a comic. It's conventional, just panel yeah. to panel to panel. Yeah. And then some of them like it's it's crazy different. Some of them it's it's like Margot's room where you there oh the story splits and there's two sides. Kids about a man and a woman, and you click on one, you get this you get her story from her angle, and it's the same story. It involves them both, but it's like oh no, it's a tragedy story because this is happening and then you read the man's and it's the same story but like no it's a happy story because mm. if this is happening and it's the same thing it's pretty neat. Mm. very clever those are both great so <clears throat> we also read Anya's Ghost yeah um, which is like 200 plus page um, graphic novel but much like um, Essex County it, it reads very fast it's like a, yeah. maybe two to four panels a page and he does um, a lot of uh, no, who just wrote, visual storytelling. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, who wrote that? Vera starts with a B. I think I'm unsure. Yeah. But while uh, the Emily Carroll stuff is, it does have more of a scare to it. To like, there's a creepiness to it. This one kind of meanders a little. It sticks to maybe the format of say a horror movie, in that the third act is where things really get going. It might it might creep you out a little bit uh, yeah, here and there, but it's really not. I don't think no, even meant no, to be no, scary. Yeah. No. What Anya's ghost? Uh, yeah, yeah, Anya's, Anya's ghost. ghost. Like, I think it gets scary at one a, point. There's, there's a couple of well in the middle until the end. Yo, yeah, right. yeah. The, the end is yeah. where the end is where there's it comes in. But yeah, the tiniest of hints. Well, it's almost I don't want to say it's kid friendly, but there it's not a traditional horror where people are getting eviscerated. Right. There's no. I would give this to a 13 year old. Oh, totally. For, yeah. Like 12 yeah. year old something yeah. like that. I mean, there's mature themes. Yeah. Definitely, but at the same point, just the way it's presented is very innocent, and it takes a while to get to any anything really dark. Yeah. And once it gets there, like the imp- like the it's not explicitly yeah like bad, but it, yeah, the implications are very strong. So it's and written it, and by it gets, Vera Brasco, and I assume it's also drawn yeah. by Vera Brasco. Yeah, yeah. No, it's very good. No, it's it's a great read. So. Basically, it's about a girl who falls down. But what is it like? Just a, a pit, old basically. Well. Just an old, yeah, an old well, well, a dry well, and she discovers falls, a ghost. Yeah, she down discovers there. that there's the skeleton, and then there's a ghost girl sitting over it, and she's like, "Oh, I fell down the well too." And yeah. it is, it's so nice, and it's trying to help her, and it's just like, "Oh, you must get up. Someone is coming. If you get up, you can yell." And she, yeah, she basically saves her from starvation yeah. down there, and which presumably is she what Anya died there from for two days. Right, yeah. the Anya, the other girl was down there for yeah, I think, yeah, a oh, long yeah, telling her, time. don't eat all your food. Like, right, you can stay on that as long as you can. Yeah, exactly. And then once, she, and she has a lot of um, issues with being an immigrant, and yeah, she's and a Russian immigrant dealing with school and with her mom and, and all these different and things. New, New England boarding school. And there's only like one other Russian kid there, 
and he is just ruthlessly relentlessly picked on and bullied yeah, and beaten for, up for being because on top of being the immigrant and he's a little fobby but like he's also like, like yeah. He's totally, scholarship yeah, yeah. right he's not trying to hide no, his no, immigrant no, no. Nature. he has he an accent and so on and so forth and she and it, it, she keeps him at arm's length because she doesn't want you know, his guilt yeah. by association she doesn't want to be around him she, they even so reference I, ESL classes yeah. that oh, yeah. to get rid of her accent mm-hmm. right but she doesn't she really even seem to know him that well like no. she because she's she trying to avoid him, him. Fobby. Like she right? She does. Fresh, off, fresh the off the boat. Yeah, yeah. I think he. Uh, yeah, he's very much involved in their, their the local Russian church. community. Yeah. yeah, and she's trying to distance herself from it to be more American. So she um, she gets some passerby. She cries and cries out, and he hears her, and she gets rescued. And uh, seemingly, she like swiped one of the the finger bone of this girl into her purse and took it home with her accidentally accidentally when she gathered his stuff up and so now that one of her remains is out of the well like the ghost can follow her the ghost has to remain near her skeleton or at least part of it and so goes to uh goes to school with her and the whole time she's like oh get out of here i'm gonna throw you in the well like i want to get rid of you and then the ghost is like, would you like the answer to the test? Like, I can. Yeah, it kind of turns into I like. Can a, do that. Yeah. It's there's, like a girl's fantasy where it's like, it's like a, oh, she's going to help me with you know, boys and passing a test. It's an 80s, yeah, yeah, 80s yeah. movie. It's John know. Hughes. John Hughes. Yeah. <laughs> He's got this kind of wacky ghost friend that does all these things yeah but, for but she has to deal with it and yeah who's, who's keeps an eye out while she's is, having a cigarette or helps yeah gets the test answers for her finds out about this that or the other and who's slowly like being acclimated to modern times and right at one point the ghost is like lying on her bed looking at two magazines simultaneously and i forget it's like i forget one one of them is but it's like modern uh, modern technology she's learning <laughs> about that and i'm learning about the kardashians and it's like i need you to turn the pages for me and the girl goes over and does it and slowly, in the beginning, little changes start happening. The ghost, like, wearing, like, her sh- her skirt gets a little shorter, and her hair changes a little bit, and then... Yeah, she's one, starting to think of herself differently, or at, at least... At one point, she helps Anya get to this uh, party, like, a, the cool kid party, and Anya goes, but realizes this guy that she's after is like oh he's a shit he's like I don't, I don't want no part of him yeah he totally sucks like he's he's doing and this the, terrible uh, thing with his girlfriend and something else and well the girl everyone idolizes they yeah. all think she's perfect how could she ever have a problem like come to find out her boyfriend is clearly screwing another friend while they're getting high and well not and he makes not her stand guard she's standing guard, guard while they yeah. do it and she knows what's going on it's not like oh yeah those giggling and the shirt comes on backwards well that's yeah. just part of him getting high no they're they're no, there. yeah she she full on is like he's like well he might get a little crazy at parties but he's with me in public yeah like we're the couple to do mm-hmm. this stuff yeah so she has the yeah, <laughs> well and it and that's what Anya was after more than like yeah. like like her other um the other Russian kid D- Dima I think yeah. it was um right Dima. like he's there for an education yeah and then she's there to acclimate like she's there to be popular and meet meet people and get friends and everything and I think it opens her eyes to that as well as like what people do to achieve that to be the most popular kid in school. Yeah. And so that's that's kind of her turning point where she's like, uh, you know, I I thought I wanted this, but I kind of realizing I don't. So yeah, I'm gonna he's leave. A, he's a jerk. He treats her bad. Why would I? And right. and and Emily, the ghost, is is the one being like, no, 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 you're crazy. Like, don't worry, don't worry. Look, I know you kind of screwed up and you left the party, but I can fix this. Don't worry. So she wakes her, up. The her next language week. starts changing. Like, this is what we've wanted. Yeah. That mm-hmm. we, yeah. it turns into we're like, what? yeah. yeah. And so the next morning she wakes up and she's like, "Don't worry, okay. Here's the outfit you're gonna wear to school, and you're gonna be you're gonna be fine. This is gonna get you back in his good graces, even though you left him at the party like a dum dum." And she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna. I was gonna do school by myself today. You know, that, that's cool, right?" And when she comes back from school that day, like the ghost is now completely and she's like her hair looks completely different. It's drawn out. She looks a little more wild. She's and she's starting sitting to look on the bed more like, smoking um, a cigarette, just being like, How was school? <laughs> she started to look more like the super popular girl. Yeah. 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 And that's that's when the real turn happens when she's like, Okay, I need to get rid of you. Like, well, she had already out. pledged to find her murderer thinking that that's gonna help her yeah, move on. Gonna, I'm gonna help solve your Son murder. Yeah, that'll, well, get you, that'll get you to heaven. You can be with the the family and everything that were taken from you. Now, th- this is like third act where everything turns. <laughs> so I don't know if we want to get into that, if people that haven't read it. like cause we, Vaguely without the specifics, we can kind of like some, some stuff starts She finds happening. things out that, that there, maybe there's more. More to the story. The honeymoon's right. over. And now the door's open as we're going to the 
bathroom in front of each other, and it's not as pretty as we thought. Starts to discover, yeah, more about Emily and that what Emily's real motives are, and so on and so forth. And well, it's very, it's different variations of the coming of age story. That's not your silly John Hughes or even the the stupid retellings of the coming of age story that we get in the last 15, 20 years. You have the immigrant coming of age in a new country and realizing, well, there's nothing wrong with my what I had before. Like, let's start integrating things. And you have the the traditional teenage coming of age story. Then you have the ugly duckling coming of age story, realizing she's a beautiful swan. And you had a fucking ghost. <laughs> but and I like that they do it, and they don't feel the need to throw in a romance, like a real romance. And it's just, it's oh, yeah. just like I think I kind of like this guy. Oh, he's terrible, and that's it. Like I don't like him anymore. And well, it's that's over. a good scene too, because she's a, a girl that's just not gonna put yeah. up with crap, you know. So and it's yeah. time for some introspection. But, I'm gonna see what's wrong with me. Why would I want it this? Doesn't. Because as soon as that happens, I was like, okay, so now now is where she's going to need some smart kid's help to do something, and Dima's going to help her, and then they're going to fall in love, and whatever. And it doesn't happen. And I'm like, oh, good. Okay, yeah, They're nice. literally just friends. It's nice. They and they think both kind of realize it. The neat thing it. about he, he Dima is he's a, he knows how to work old technology, <laughs> yeah. like the old oh, microfiche yeah. machines, and they mm-hmm. just were like... And she's like, now how do I how do I, I Google? Google? How do I Google? Like, yeah. It's like you don't. She's like silly American girl. <laughs> but yeah, like in that, Russia, it's well, way, because he he's loves the school. Interested. He loves his school because well, he's like, in love with science. Yeah, like he's he, no, but he purely can, he academic. Wants to learn yeah. and all this stuff, and he is not interested in like romancing her. He wants the knowledge of like how did you not get made fun of? Because I would like to learn that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's really like I. You're cool. And that's what I want. Like, I want a touch of it just so I can not be beat up. And well, they, they, do the, they do the thing where she's like, I, God, I wish I had all of your intelligence. He's like, yeah, and I wish I didn't have my underwear pulled over my head like you. Yeah. Day. So that was great. You know, he, he goes to the library instead of gym class because what was it? They were he, breaking his glasses. Beating him up yeah. every day. And they were like, couldn't he, afford to get more glasses. So he had to just avoid it. Yeah. yeah. It sucks. But, but no, it was, again, like a lot of these things we've read today, like like they just avoid cliche. Because like there's yeah. all those little pitfalls. We're like, oh, well, then this could happen. If she could get help from this person. And it's like, nope. nope. Yeah, she just, took care of it herself. It you know. And when, when like the thing turns and you realize having the ghost best friend is maybe not the best thing in the world. Oh, you realize it quick. Right. <laughs> like it, it goes from like, so you're not listening to me. Well, let's see how that goes for you. Yeah. To like peril right <laughs> immediately overnight yeah and that there's a reason that there's not just a bunch of ghosts running around you know <laughs> well no single one's white out. dead female is what it is yeah yeah. So, yeah no one's seeking out the ghost best friend like no right that's just not a someone thing. did that it's like where's your like, ghost best friend yeah yeah oh i don't have a ghost i have a i have a yoma yeah like oh, <laughs> oh. how'd that work out yeah for you? <laughs> well i have no soul now so you know that would be an interesting title, like an interesting book. My my paranormal best friend, like Tamagotchi pets. Did you let yours die? Well, yeah, I wanted the ghost best friend. <laughs> so it's a good book. It's very good. It's not like we we're talking about. It's not. Uh, it's a horror story, but it's not the Saw style horror story. No, well, there's nothing not the, nothing gruesome in it, and it's not really scary. No, it's not. You're not going to get terrified. Um, but it still is in that genre. Like yeah. it has all the supernatural overtones, and it follows the like kind of the format. Horror story. It's a ghost story, right? Um, the Halloween Tree, like that, is a horror story mm-hmm. by Ray Bradbury. They they made a ABC movie thing that was more popular for some reason. But it's in that vein where it's like, oh, it's horror, but it's not like it's not off season. There's not like a tribe of cannibals, like some mutant thing or right. like a monster. Right. It's, it's just a, there's there's something happening, and it it's a more mature R.L. Stein. Okay. Yeah. Sure. There doesn't have to sure. be a, a rampaging murderer dismembering teenagers at a camp to imply the Danger. horror. Yeah, the peril. Right. The it, it's it's well, uh, it's got parable yeah. in it. You know, like it's got a lot of great things going on there without having to be like the sprays of blood on the wall. You know, finding Billy and Susie mid coitus with no longer having entrails. You yeah. know, or one was you know, murdered with the other entrail. You know, some lame stuff. It's good. It's black and white. Mm-hmm. Clean. And, yeah, it's great. Great away. art. Yeah. yeah. Great. Consistent throughout. Um, while being kind of cartoony, it still gets a lot across, like in terms of the expressions of the characters. Because those are done. Those are done very well. You're, it's clearly like, okay, this is her going from like ruefully 
accepting of something to annoyed to just being okay with like in the three panels and it's the same character and there's only minor adjustments but you clearly see without any doubt this is what she's and that's something not everybody can do there's a really great switch when she's looking up like help me she's looking up out of the uh the well and then there's almost the same scene but her mouth is shut the next panel and it's dark and it's you just and with two panels it's like oh i turn a page and oh lots of time has passed she's been stuck there for a long time yeah it's like it's it's just easily understandable without words without any explanation it's neat yeah okay so um highly recommended seek it out read it um and then next week um i will select a title it is uh, cradle grave by john smith it originally appeared in 2000 ad so it's a british comic cradle grave cradle grave one word um the first trade is called the estate we're in and it's about um it's set in a council estate so it's kind of like kind of like the projects. Um, oh, okay. So the the basic um, elevator pitch here from the the TPB version is: uh, after serving eight months at a young offender's institution for arson, Shane Holt returns to his home at the Ravenglade Estate during a long hot summer, plagued by the Asbo generation. So that's antisocial behavior order. It's like basically a way oh, okay. of like, oh, you're just a you're a hooligan, you know. So well. we're gonna slap yeah. you with an Asbo thing, you know. So it's a way to like. Get, get them to basically to criminalize them for just hanging out and being hooligans. Um, you know, the state has uh, seen its fair share of problems, but nothing comes close to the horror that lurks with Ted and Mary's council home. Um, and it's written by John Smith, art by Edmund Bagwell, um, both of who have done stuff in 2000 AD. So um, it's kind of a contemporary urban horror. Um, so we'll check that out. We'll read that for next week. It's short. I think it's about 100 pages. Just the first trade? Yeah, I think that's all that's ever been done. It was serialized in 2000 AD over like... 10 issues i think mm-hmm. and that's it they haven't done anything else so it's just a sell- one self-contained story cool neat so okay well thanks for listening and uh, we'll catch you guys next time see you later bye California. This podcast is not affiliated with the Launchpad, and the views and opinions expressed within do not reflect those of the Launchpad or its management.